0: hope you're hungry, because you're listening to Everybody Eats.
1: What's up, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody Eats. It's your host, Benson Felizadeh. We have our co-host, Eden acting on the phone. And we are here with some really special guests, the boys, the men, let me say, from Sneaker Tub. I want to thank you guys for allowing me, one, for being on the show and nah. allowing us to record in here. So before we start, make sure that you check out Everybody Eats Podcast, and make sure you're checking us out on all our platforms on Instagram, that's at everybody underscore podcast Make sure to check out our YouTube channel, that's Everybody Eats Podcast on YouTube, we're on Twitter, body are about on TikTok, so make sure you check us out. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, there's no excuse, we are there, so make sure you check us out. And plus, we're gonna be dropping dropping some new uh, clothes that we collabed with my man, Sosa. He was on an earlier episode. So you can see that we did this collab on the Kilty Sweater, so watch out for the Everybody Beats collab dropping soon. All right, so now let's get into today's episode. Boys, I am really excited uh, to do this. Um, Again, shout out to the boy, Carl Hales, who put me on, He told me about you guys. Ginger, Yeah, So, have, you know, everybody, so he put me on, told me about you guys' Instagram page, checked it out, um, set up a quick phone call, came out, had to check out the shop, and I'm actually getting my shoes clean as we speak, no doubt, so you know got to support the business, so let's get into that sneaker Tub, could you guys tell me what is sneaker Tub, what do you guys do here, and how did this all start? So, if
2: you could introduce yourself first,
0: oh, no, yeah, you yeah, can introduce
1: yourself, and then we get talk into that.
0: Yeah, so
2: you can go ahead and jump first. Well, I'm Charles, aka Pops, OG, um, exclusive kicks. Exclusive kicks. Uh, we do, I mean, it's all over the place. Uh, a lot of names. A lot of names to to, to go with it. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean?
0: But uh, here with Daquan. How do you introduce me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways, I'm I'm Daquan, Daquan Rose, aka Rose from the now on Instagram, you can check me out there, and you know, owner of Sneaker Tub, co-owner of Sneaker Tub, but basically Sneaker Tub is pretty much a place you can get your shoes clean, everybody can be in the whole entire world wears sneakers, or you wear the traditional shoe repair, so basically, if you're wearing a pair of your favorite shoes, let's say you're wearing your c 4s, you're working your c 4s outside, a nasty incident come like you eating eating something and spill spilling your laces or something like that, you don't want to put your shoes in the closet or put them up or you don't want to sell them. So you'll bring all your shoes to... Bring to us. Bring them to us. We'll pretty much refurbish, put them back, make sure we put a nice stain repellent so you do drop the ketchup, that ketchup will be up just like a water off a duck's back, you know what I mean? And we also do customization, so... And more than just having a regular pair of shoes, everybody wants to be unique in their own type of way. So we all try to bring the ideas that customers have and bring that to life so you can wear what you vision in your head and you be the one-on-one walking around being exclusive. And you know, so everybody had a time to shine. Everybody wanted their time to shine.
1: Yeah, for sure. So even speaking to that, uh, I had my white mesh sneakers. They got messed up. So I brought them to you guys. And then we'll see, you guys will see soon with the customization that goes on. I'm looking forward to it. So how did you get into cleaning sneakers in the first place? How did that all start?
0: Uh, it was actually funny. It was like in sixth grade, I always had a lot of shoes. My my mom my, 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 my and my mom always brought me a lot of shoes and I couldn't really take care of them that good. So it was to the point my mom used to clean my shoes. She was like, nah, I ain't cleaning shoes. But you clean shoes. I started doing it and then I was like, Okay, I like this. She was like, you clean your shoes better than what I did. He clean my eyes. Then once he see the dude, he was like, hey, can you clean these too? He started giving me shoes, and family started giving me shoes and stuff. That was like in sixth grade. And then by the time I got in high school, people found out I was cleaning shoes. So I used to take my little cleaning kit to school. Mm. I'd charge them, and i will clean the shoes in the bathroom sink. Oh. <laughs> right <laughs> Like that. Yeah. So people used to hit me. I was like, yo, you still, you got to clean the kit with you? I'm like, yeah, bro. And i will go to the, um pick the shoes up in the cafeteria, just slide me the money, and i go to the bathroom, clean them up, bring them back at the end of the bill or at the beginning of the day, and it's just been flowing like that. And once I've Also, no, don't stop. Also, don't yeah, stop, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it all started, for
2: me, is, you know, back in the day, we used to clean the shoes with a toothbrush, you know, we had fat laces and things like that, so, you know. So what we had to do was like we took a toothbrush uh, you know before they made the liquid tie they had this the powder you know and just dip it in there and get a little cup and you know go in the bathroom and do your thing you know but it all you know you had to take it you know with your hands or whatever and you know do it like that but it all panned out you know to, to doing it regularly. You know, for you know, you had to get shoes because back then you know, you got shoes like Christmas, Easter. You know, you didn't get nothing for the summer. You got it from the beginning of school year. So, but um, that's how you had to. That's how you had to take care of them. I mean, you know, it wasn't the point that you can only get two, three pair. But you know, you just had to take care of. Them. Yeah. yeah, it just you know just went a long, long way with it, you know, to say, okay, I, now you taking responsibility, you know what I mean, that my mom and uh, step-pops put, you know, put forward to me. So, you know, it all started that way. So, and then along with him, you know, when he was born or whatever, in 95 or whatever, he was like, okay, yeah, he's gonna bless me with all, you know, whatever shoes that come out, you know. And then the his shoes once I got to his it, size. Right, he stole shoes from me. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Yeah. So it all, you know, yeah. it all kicked off, you know, the same way. So yeah, you know, then it just led into uh, him doing his thing, and then it just led into him going and learning more about it. So you know, he took the extra initiative, and I blessed him with doing what he needed to do to get it. So. You know, and that was, that was pretty much so.
1: Sure. So what, like you kind of spoke, started speaking about it a little bit. How did you go from cleaning sneakers in school to owning, you know, the, the shop? Because there yes. has definitely a gap in between. So I know we spoke about that a little bit before. So
0: what, what was that journey like? So that was a very mysterious journey. Yeah. So it started just for me, like, okay, I clean, I'm cleaning shoes. And I used to sit back and watch YouTube videos and they clean shoes and I'm like, yo, that's, that's pretty cool. And I started imitating that. So once I learned that and learned like the whole basic general knowledge and I do it, I went to, I used to work at this um, clothing store called KD Fashion. They used to sell clothes. So when they used to sell clothes, I used to be cleaning the shoes. So I kind of learned the inside of how a local and a small business works. And I kept moving from there. I learned how a small business works and then I met my old teacher, I met one of my old teachers, and he was just basically like, hey, I have a sneaker cleaning business, and since you're doing it, this is how you can make money actually cleaning sneakers, there's a market for it. I went under him, and then once I went under him, I kind of learned how that's pretty much like a service that everybody needs, and not everybody has time to clean their sneakers. So it's going to the point of starting from high school, doing it solo for a while and not really getting anywhere, and meeting him, learning for two years, like today was the day I learned to do my first custom oh, okay. on a pair of Jordan 13s, and I turned them, uh, candy canes turned them black, mm. and he taught he talk me through the whole session of air pressure and everything, and then once I had an opportunity, ended up partnering up with him and just, Having more knowledge by having a story. And then slowly down the line, my story originated and I just had to put the whole idea in. And then how I got the name was Sneaker Tub. One of my family members came to me he was like, hey, why don't you name your business Sneaker Tub? And I was like, that's catchy. And the logo I had for it was with a silver tub, yeah. with a shoe dipping in, it with the water splashing. It yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, it's very simple and subtle, and you know what we're doing. I yeah, try to yeah. make everything mostly as simple as eye catching as well. So. It was a huge two year, it's like a two year journey to get yeah. to where the story is now. For sure.
1: So, um, just like speaking with you two, I could, I could
0: definitely feel like you guys have a passion
1: for this, right? Yeah. I can see it's like, it's something that you really care about. So what would you say that, um, what would you take pride in the most, whether it's when, when it comes to either running the business or the shoes or the impact that you have?
2: Uh, I, to me, is all of it in one. I could put it to say. Uh, the passion of it is the shoes. You know, just to, to have people come in with their shoes and, and then they bring them in, they, you get the before picture. But then when it comes to that aftermath and the after picture of the shoe and they come and see it, oh, whoa, you know, you see the expression. Yeah. that That's a whole catchy thing, you know, that you can see, you know, hey, oh man, did the reaction, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I can you can do this. Yeah. Or, you know, how did you do this? Yeah. You know, they, wanna, you know, they wanna go, you know, find out how you can do it. No, yeah. can't give, that's yeah. you can't eat that's You he watch but, videos yeah, and you can know, get you there. Want, yeah, you can get there, but but you still got to buy the material. Yeah. But, you know. Um, and then, you know, of course running the business uh the business side of it is is you know, it's crazy. You know, is to see all the people that, you know, you wanna partner with and they showing the love and you showing, you know, what you can do, you know. Uh to me, that's what I see of it. But basically I run the majority of the business section of it. He's the he's the shoe guy. So but I do both. You know, I'm mm-hmm. in mean, the mix of both, but you know, I say is is a is a all around fun gig to have. Yeah. You know, for a person or for somebody to, you know. Do shoes, or who have the passion of shoes? You know, that's been embedded in you know both of us, you know, from the gate. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's been coming from seeing when shoes came out, when brands was basically came into the the, the existence. You know, like Reebok and Caseless and all that, you know, and Nike was already there, but, yeah. you know, seeing Pumas and it all led into hip hop. You know, hip hop was a big influence in my life, so, you know, I learned a whole lot from hip hop, you know, the positive side of it, not just the ratchetness of it, you know, uh, the gangster section of it. You know, you, you had to hear all of it, but yeah. you had to pick up with what you want. So, all of it plays in the part of. With that comes with the shoe. So, you know, with with having sneakers and all that. Go back in the documentaries and look at it. That's what it all embedded from. It's like the culture mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah, not I mean, just not just the shoes itself. Yeah, just, like the just, impact yeah, the impact, yeah. You know, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. And then teaching him and letting him learn about the culture as well, you know, where all these styles come from. You know, it all started in seventy three when the first hip hop record ever hip hop was created. It all came from the Mecca, so you know, New York. So That's where you're from. And, yeah. You know, and <laughs> YC, you know, in the Bronx, you know, but, but you know, it all came from all of that. So, you know, that's East Coast. The fashion capital of the world. Yeah. So, you know, pretty much that's when, once it once it got there and got into me then, you know, I just went on to pass it along. So. I passed the torch to him so he do the
0: stay thing with. it. Mean, yeah. what you say is the biggest, when you take pride in the most, what you most proud of? The people that I meet. Yeah. The people I meet is the most funniest thing. And then like I said, seeing the reaction is to the point I'm like, yeah, I can bring that back. People are like, nah you can't. I'm like, alright, I'll show you. And they get to the whole thing like, yo, you did your thing. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I say anything, like, yo, bring me most difficult stuff, like bring it. But then it's like seeing the rare shoes that you would see online, and you yeah. actually holding in your hand, like yo. That's crazy, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, that, that's, that's the most craziest thing. <laughs> <You> like,
2: see <laughs> the picture and be like, yo, wish I could put my hands on these. But then somebody come in and
0: put it in your hand, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. get that whole just like yo, I thought I'd never hold these shoes. Like when I hold the Yeezy Red October twos for yeah. Nike. It was dead stock. I was like, "Yo, this is almost about a ten thousand dollars shoe in my hand. You want me to clean it? (laughs) All right, cool." I was nervous. I mean, that was ten (laughs) thousand. I was nervous, but I was like, "I got it." Yeah. yeah, Because I just like you know I just do everything down, but really just meeting the people, seeing rare shoes, and just having able to hit the community and be like, "Yo, it's a lot of people that like." Sneakers like mostly from him. I learned a lot. Of, I was Adidas. I was like straight Adidas yeah. You know got a chance to got to work at my main job and started collecting Jordans mm. But a lot of my stuff that like I was learning as he was mostly against like telling me Adidas I was a b-boy yeah. and then I started skating so I got in advance Yeah, and then when you started going to like the street culture and skating and all that That's how I kind of just found my little click, and then I just went All stirred in one big pot yeah. yeah, it started all one part. I'm like, oh, this is similar to that. That's similar to this. Yeah. Everything started to relate. Yeah, everything yeah. related. Yeah, yeah. And then it all came down to music. Because when I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to start getting into fashion. I mean, I couldn't really find, like, at high school, you really seen what really people wear, but you knew it all. So I looked at, beat like, mostly BT music details and music. Videos on YouTube and yeah. see what celebrities wear, how they wore. It. I'm like, they yeah, that. I never thought about adding that type of jean with that shoe, yeah, yeah. or doing like that. Or and I just figured out everything. I was like, how can I relate that to my business? Cause fashion and sneakers all correspond yeah, yeah. to one of core, and then have that nice chill hip hop vibe just to go back to the original yeah. and everything that it started.
1: Sure, for sure. And I know, like you said, um, you do sneakers, but you have clothes here because. But people want to wear their sneakers and want nice clothes. Right. Yeah. 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 Like you said, it all ties back to that culture. And remember uh, the conversation you had. It's like not only is it like a culture in general, but like that's how you relate to the people around here. That's a demographic. That's what I mean. I grew up. You know, obviously listen to hip hop. Yep. Clothes. You know, I always like fashion. That's why you know I started to close the clothing line. E M. Yeah. likes fashion. That's why we partner, right? So it's something that, especially our people. That's something we grow up with. That's something that we like. So. I love I love seeing that because it connects with the people not only on just like how can I serve you but it's something that you grew up with it's something that's part of you and brand yeah. you know so it's being able to reach people like that so you know I, did you see, uh, I thought I heard you were gonna ask something before
3: nah I got brought up eventually but I I really like I said before we started this I really respect and love the whole shoe cleaning business shoes really mean a lot and it's a big part of our culture now they go with. Literally everything, you know. Everybody does essentially wear shoes, in my opinion. Uh, when you work in corporate America and you're commuting, you gotta wear shoes to the train and the bus, and then you switch to your dress shoes. So I really, really love this thing. And I, I'm not sure how, uh, how you guys handled the whole um, transitioning aspect, because I know definitely decided to go open up a shop and go from Doing it, but in school, uh, and then the school bathroom sink and going to a whole shop is like a real big step. Come so, up. I really like yeah, <laughs> huge come up, like really, really big. Like, I really I love cleaning shoes personally. I have like one, look, like, looking at them right now, I have like 10 pairs that I, you know, take a month, one day out of the month to go clean up. And I can't get, you know, you're talking about cleaning up the shoelaces. I lot. like, you I can't even do that right now. I don't even know how to go about cleaning the shoelaces because I'm not trying to. Um, Re re-stringle yeah, is restring the certain parts I can't get to, so I really respect it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that lace up. Yeah, that lace up. sometimes that lace up could be difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta clean it up a couple like three times just to get the stain and then the best thing over you gotta know the chemical components to break it down without damaging yeah. and stuff. So all I got is
3: I wonder, that was so sort upset. Of yeah. 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 It happens,
1: it happens. But that was a great talk talk. Uh, we'll take a quick break right here. We'll do the quote of the day and then we'll go into the next segment after. Okay. Yeah. Alright, perfect. Welcome back everyone. Segment two of the Everybody Eats Podcast. We're here at Sneaker Tub. So we're about to do our quote of the day. So eat them.
3: What's that quote? Alright. Uh, it's O'Leary. Alright. Been feeling this way since I was 16. Came to my senses. I'm African-American. I'm African. I'm black as the moon. Heritage of a small village. Part of my residence.
2: Man, you spit a whole
0: verse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was like, dang. Oh uh,
2: uh, I'm lost on that
1: one. That sounds newer, newer or older rock? Right. Uh,
3: 20, I want to say 2015. Oh, I wouldn't know that. Mm.
0: That's, that. That sounded familiar. So. Can you say gosh, it one more time? Uh, hold give me one second. Let me get you all better.
3: Yeah, 2015. Uh, been feeling this way since I was 16. Came to my senses. I'm African-American. I'm African. I'm black as the moon. Heritage of a small village. Part of my residence.
1: Wow. What? No. No, he
3: said African, so I'm thinking of who I heard that line, I heard Um he's
0: Black. Kendrick? Yeah. Oh okay. okay. Kendrick. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, kinda of sound like. Oh yeah, he said that he said that in his aggressive voice. Yeah. I'm African, I'm Yeah, he was doing that in his aggressive voice when he was on um, That Was All Damn, right? Now. No. Or Mad Kitty, okay. Matt Mad City. No, 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 one
1: mm-hmm. that That's the first album. If it's 2015, that's Pimp. the Pimple Butterfly, right?
3: The Pimple Butterfly, but- and the uh, Black of the Berry. The Black of the Black Berry. The Berry.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
3: I was going to say the Black of the Berry is sweet and juicy. you would have got
2: that. So. Got it, got it. Yeah, so <inaudible> that, that had to have been an underground mixtape or something? No, nah, oh, that was I, was I was. right after Mac, uh... That's back when King Kuta. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, I wouldn't have caught that one. I didn't listen to that one that way. I, was I, didn't, I, I didn't ever listen to that album, so. No, it was a good album.
1: Yeah, it was. It was yeah, good. It was good. It was
2: good. Not as good as good Kidman City, though. Oh, no, no. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> tell like that, that, that was, yeah. yeah that hey, Kendrick, put my Dominoes? <laughs> <laughs> that was that crazy album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. But all right, so that's the quote of the day. So we'll go into our third topic. So we're at segment three of everybody's podcast. We're here still with sneaky Tough, having a great time. So for this topic, I want to continue what we were talking about earlier. Um, I want to ask, what were the biggest challenges that you guys faced opening up the shop? <laughs> I know, I know it's not all, you know, it's not all sweet, but you know, I wanna, I love being able to see when I start the business. So, what are the like, what are the great parts that you love about, and what are the, the hardships that you that you have? Because I'm sure there are other people out there who have either similar experiences that want to do something similar. Try to get in the game. So, what what, what would you say are some biggest challenges? And after that, we can go into like some advice
0: you would give for someone, either for yourself or for someone else. Got three majors. Three majors. One of the biggest major is really making sure your work is to a T. Mm -hmm. You gotta make sure your work is to a T. Because you gotta think about it. If you like, for me, like. When I got out of high school and I started doing the solo, it was to the point, hey, I clean sneakers. Oh, can you show me your work? Yeah. And back then, I ain't had no good iPhone to really capture my stuff and really stuff. Mostly word of mouth really much got me to where people trusted me, to a person that randomly beat me, it's like, hey, I clean sneakers. Okay, how do you know I'm not gonna steal, you not gonna steal my shoes? How do you know my shoes are gonna be in good condition? How they you not gonna mess them up? Really building that trust factor with people was the biggest and the most difficult thing because you were just one guy cleaning shoes inside of a small store that you know about or you just found it on Facebook or you got referred to a friend. It was really hard building that friend group. It's kind of like that one person who clean shoes, they put you onto their homie and then it started, you know, spreading and networking. Of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth. And then once you got that word of mouth, it was kind of like people that don't know you, they like your service, but you had to make them feel comfortable and really make yourself seem professional. That was the most difficult part and really having, making enough money so you can put your money back into your supplies. Yeah, That was a, another difficult thing, really keeping your stuff in like When people ask you like, okay, you clean shoes, but if I got a joint in three or four and the midsole is cracking, can you do that? can't really do that when it cleans, so you gotta keep upping your game because to the point of when you looked at it, doing cleans is good, but when you face with another problem, you need to bring everything back. You need to learn how to up your game and really push down, push past your limits that you set for yourself. Really setting yourself at one setting stool, that's good. It mostly gotta take one thing to master. Once you learn this, master that. Take another thing, master that. If you dip and dab into a whole bunch of other things, you're not really mastering that one thing you kind of just a jack of all trades which is not bad at all but it's best to have the main silhouette down to a pack and then everything follows as like benefits yeah yeah that's how it mostly flows and keeping your confidence because when you face like a challenge when i had when i had got that red hot tube on red october yeah a ten thousand dollar shoe really just like having in your hand that really shakes you, that shakes the bone, you know what I mean, (laughs) like yo, there's so much stuff goes on with this shoe, there's so many different things and just happening just from cleaning, it's like you think about bubbles just sitting on it, but if it's red suede, red suede can bleed, Mm. and if you're looking at it, boom, you gotta make sure your cleaners right, if you're using the right, correct shoe cleaner, you want it to do what it's supposed to, not leave spots on the leather, Mm. and you gotta learn how much how much cleaner do you use? How much water do you use? You gotta learn that ratio and just really having that knowledge. If you Straight have a knowledge about ratio. what you can do yeah. and you speak confidence and knowledge into what you do, you can go like anywhere because yeah. once you see it, like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I trust him and they'll give you their shoes. A lot of people still come in and be like, okay, how do I know you're not gonna mess up my shoes? The whole thing is having your portfolio, having your work add up, and then just keep in and make sure. Yep. That the people that come into your shop, they're satisfied at the end of the day. Even yeah, though you clean the shoe work. and it doesn't come back, let them know that I can do this. Yeah. Like, for instance, when you bring your shoes, hey, your shoe didn't fully come out. We can customize it. Yeah. So that turned into a whole new revenue. Damn, yeah. my shoe was too bad, but I can customize it. Now I got a one-on-one sneaker. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the whole thing, like, dang, I didn't know you can do that. Yeah. yeah. And it's just adding more stuff to your plate but you gotta learn how to balance of it off and just really make sure you are knowledgeable in that and keeping your confidence straight. Your confidence straight, that would take you a long way. Yeah, the biggest challenge for me was,
2: I mean, with the whole business thing was, you know, just getting the city to react. The city? Yeah, okay. Getting the city to react because uh, things, This is a new platform, so with a new platform, some people don't get it. You know, they like oh, cleaning shoes. I mean, you know what? What is that? What? Who? Who made a business like that? I mean, I mean, it sounds catchy, is you know, really, really thriving. But you know, it's like okay, I mean, cleaning shoes. You know, can you clean these? Yes, we could clean anything that you have, You know, if we can't. Then you know, we make the best of it. You know, and see what we can do. But the, the motto of it is with Sneaker Tub is like, you know, anybody who brings you shoe in, you know, no matter what it is, is a zero when they walk through the door. But when they leave out of that door, before they leave, we making it at an eight or nine. Of course, a ten is brand new. We trying to get it to that point, you know, but. Trying to get the city to react to the, you know, to the whole thing, and, and just to say, okay, yeah, uh, you know, oh, well, we're gonna bring your shoes, you know, and then just getting the word out. The word is, is and getting the people to see, you know, what we're doing is is, is that challenge. And then the challenge is getting the other cities to fall through here. You yeah. know, everybody is saying, "Suffolk is 20-30 minutes." <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, no it's not. It was a good thirty minutes
1: to me, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's a straight
2: shot, straight shot. shot down the road. Yeah. So that's the way I look at it. Yeah, just yeah. trying to get people to come to this side of the city. Yeah. Um, more things are coming, but you know, just to get the people just to, you know, hey, you know, to come here. But now we're offering shipping. So, you know, that's, that's another service that is about to be ready to get launched off. So. Yeah. Just Definitely. to get them here.
1: Definitely. So, what would you say are now some goals personally? I guess
2: personal development, and then some goals for the for the business. Uh, my goal is to be here, uh, to see it grow, to see you know go to a whole nother level, you know expansion. That is my that's my goal, and then for here, but far as the business to watch it go to other cities, yeah. take place in other cities with our team, with our family, you know? Uh, that's the main thing for me, uh, just to see that 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 workmanship, that hard workmanship that we gotta put in. And you know, watch it just take flight. You know, all businesses can take flight and all of them can go high as, can, high as it can go, you know, the sky's the limit, but then it can plummet and go down and drain. It. And we're not going that route. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's not showing those. And, it going is, that route. and it's not showing to go that route. So, you know, as long as you, we feel that, as long as we got this strong team that we have now, there's no way
0: that we could fail with it. Mm-hmm. You know? and I'm gonna jump on that. Like the team that we got and all the people that just show us love and all the friends that. We exactly. made on this journey. Yeah. That's the biggest that's the exactly. biggest thing for me. Like I just happy to have like those people that's like down for like that's been down me when I was just cleaning in the sink and stuff yeah. like that. And <laughs> beating all like meeting the people like meeting you yeah, and man. bro, for instance, like meeting y'all is just like a whole new exciting story for me. Yeah. Like, oh I met this person today. Like I loved people and I just love interacting with people and just creating things, like mostly like, hey, how can I help you how can you help me yeah oh you got this you got this brand oh i got a store you want to have a pop-up shop yeah and just have people come by and we just kick it like that or oh, you want to have an event and just like have things like that my whole like one of my goals is really just build a bigger like having a big solid team yeah and just having it spread out and let my friends instead of my friends being like all that i want to help feel them if yeah. you want to do this Boom! I can help you get here. Boom! And just like keep elevating everybody else. Cause what's the whole point of me having everything when I just want my whole entire team for us to be on one accord. Yeah. All of us, like everybody eats. Like, I want everybody. To eat. Everybody That's, eats, man. Everybody, everybody eats. <laughs> I want everybody <laughs> eat. I don't want nothing. I want. If you want something, speak up. I will yeah. try my best to link you with somebody or give it to you the best way I can. Yeah. That's just how I've been. That's yes. just. That's my goal, mostly. That's just my personal goal, just having like having my friends and family just there yeah. to the biggest yeah. content. To, enjoy. to yeah, enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, just enjoy. One big family cookout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, speaking on that,
1: I was saying yesterday how so far a lot of the businesses that I met, um, either the person the is usually doing it by themselves, just like one person. Even just most businesses in general, I feel like it's usually one person, maybe they have a team of like friends. But this team is actually like family like blood family like this is like a family business and it's a black family business and i think that's something that really stuck out to me because i don't see that often i'm trying to recall now i don't think i've seen that before at least personally met you know what i mean if i've seen it but personally interact with someone who could say like yeah like my family we have this business and that's something that i personally just love seeing um, I think it just speaks volumes, not only just for business-wise, but just for like the community. And that's one thing we've been on the podcast is changing that narrative and passing those skills down. I know yesterday you were saying, you didn't necessarily have a business growing up, but you, you was hustling, you was working, you yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah. you took those yeah. skills and you pass it on. And then, you know, it's all that work, all that experience passed on to your son. And then he took that, learned it and turned it to something else. Yes. You know, I'm like, I love, I love seeing that story. And I want to see more of that in our communities of, you know, maybe you yourself might not have a business, but if you could teach your son a trade, a skill, you know, a hobby, something, mm-hmm. right? And they can help evolve it. Then again, uh, everybody eats. you know what generation, more, wealth. generation uh, of wealth and all that work that you did earlier, it's yeah. not in vain. That's you know right. I mean? That's you probably right. didn't see it younger when you were younger, like, yeah, you probably doing it for yourself, but you probably didn't see Hey, maybe in twenty years my son got in business. No, but then that's how all the chips fell. Yep, you know, and that's why we are here, and that's how. So I, I love, I definitely love seeing that, and
0: I, I want to continue seeing that. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's a big flow there, man. You know. Yeah, I'm passing down. If they even know they don't want to learn the shoe pair, yeah. it's to the point I'm plugged in to get them wherever they want to. Yeah. Good. Yeah. most definitely won't feel like either either path that you take you won't take a lost path yeah and just really spreading that knowledge and experience yeah, yeah to awesome. my kids yeah. down the line it's to the point where a lot of my mentors they took me in as like Met them, they took me in, they taught me everything I know. If I can meet some kid that has the same passions as me, I don't mind in that blood, and I'll yeah. teach you everything I know. Yeah, that's why a lot of people did for me. I wanted to be able to and Do that the same thing, spread the community. love back, yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, everybody. And it was funny yesterday, um, when we just go like going up the block, you said the majority of businesses on this block are black owned, too. Yep, so yep. that's something that I don't think either. My, Where we from? I don't think I've seen... That don't exist, bro? Yeah, man, like, I haven't, I've never seen that. I've just seen it, like, you know, sporadically, but to see a block, even, you know, regardless how big it is, but, you know, there's a, what, 20, maybe at least 15, 20 different stores, like, on this block, so to say (laughs) that, you know what I mean, they're all black owned, that's something that, you know, I I admire, definitely, and who knows, like, one day I might uh, have to put my in What makes it really,
3: really beautiful is the fact that it's physically all like storefront. It's not like an IG page, yeah. it's not a, it's not a website, it's not a word mouth thing. It's not like a, a person, like it's not a, like I see you in school, you know, it's me school. We'll do this, um, uh, transaction. It's not out of your garage, it's not in your house. It's yeah. actual like, Hey, pull up to uh, 15 corporate Avenue in, <laughs> you know, or something. And like it's gonna be there, it's gonna have your name, your property, your name on the deed, and that's the real, like, real, real beautiful part of it all because it just shows, like, it, to me, at least shows that you made it this far in the race of all the business. You yeah. it's really something to really apply.
1: No, definitely, like, kind of like what you just said, like, you know, we have for Kilty Styles, we have the website, and having the website is one thing, but having to manage and have your own location and breaking more. To me, that's just a whole new level. And that's why I fell in love with this spot as soon as I walked in, because I was like, one, fashion clothes, I love it. And then two, I'm like, my future goals is for me, to like, I want to own a store. And so just seeing it, right, just like, I, I can relate to this, you know what I mean? Like, I know these brands, I know these, you know what I mean? And just seeing it, it's just like, this is amazing. And I, 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 like I keep saying, like, I love the vision, I love what it's doing, because I think it's important for the community, it's important for people around here just to see that it's attainable. You know what i mean it's not just something that when you think it's, it's not like oh like sneaker stores or that's just like a foot Locker that's like a chain or something like that yeah. like, no you can yeah. have a nice local get the same brands that you want with people that look like you talk like you they're from around the corner you know what i mean right really relate exactly. and yeah. you know relate yeah. on, a, on a on a cultural level when you like you said hip-hop and clothes and relate to like i look like you look you know so yeah. That's, that, that's something that I definitely love. So I think the last thing I want to ask was, what would, you, what would you say is some advice that you would give either to someone else who wants to get in or to your younger self, maybe a few years back right before you started?
0: <laughs> it's it's super simple. Dude, be confident in yourself and trust your visions. Cause there was so many times where I didn't have confidence to do anything. Like as soon as I had the opportunity, I'll probably back away or give it back. Mm. And it's to the point where it's like, Trust your visions, listen to everybody, everybody's behind you, and just trust the process. Everything's gonna work out if you and do the right things. Think about every single situation. How can you make this best situation? How can you do this? Like see everything full circle and understanding like if you do this, this will call a bad. You might end up breaking a tie with this person. Or just doing the just the right correct things in general is just move correctly yeah. just be the purest self and pretty much be yourself, that's just, that's, yeah, that's it. Actually, be yourself. Number one. Number one, I was scared to be myself for the longest. until <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm just gonna that be is. myself. Like I'm yeah. gonna do mixed match shoes. I'm gonna dye my hairs in the yeah. color, like be myself. And, like just don't be judged for it. Even though it's like, you have a storefront, people see, oh, he has colored hair. And some right. people automatically like put you or look away from you like, oh man, this is just side. Even though they probably do that, I'm still gonna be myself regardless. Yeah. Cause I don't know Like uh, somebody younger than me might just be idolizing or just looking at me and I'm just like, hey, I'm in the field, you can be in the same field, so be yourself. Nobody yeah. else gonna judge I'm not gonna judge. None of my team's gonna judge. And I'll make sure everybody has that same comfortable feeling like how my dad and my parents gave me. Yeah, it's
2: it's pretty much just trusting yourself. You know. Once you trust yourself and you got your confidence up and, mm-hmm. you know, believe in yourself, go do what you do. That's all I can say, you know. Have a team around you that that want the same thing, you know. Not somebody to hate, because you know, we get haters all the time, you know, no matter how you look at it, what you're doing. Yeah. But you know, when you once you involve yourself around people that that want the same thing that you have, and that's the same thing that I told him. You, once you get that, you can, you can roll, because then now you don't have nobody to talk down on yourself, you mm-hmm. or talk down on you, period, or you talking down on them. Is you know, once you do that, and you know, you find out who your friends are, who's, you know, who's this person, and who's gonna be in your corner when you need a call, or you need to call them, or they could call you. That's the way I look at it. You know, surround yourself with the people that wants the same thing that you want. Yeah. And can't nobody be jealous or can't nobody hate on you or say, you know, hey, you know, if one got this, then if you want it, hey, where you get that? They give you the info, you go get it. God, you know, it's the same thing. With it, me and my crew, my crew is the same way. You know, we all have the same thing. Somebody might go out and buy a car or whatever. Okay, yeah, you bought a, that's a nice car. Okay, so now I'm gonna do the same thing. So when I go buy that nice car, it's, oh man, you want to get one, both. that's what's up. So it's, it's the same way. So pretty much just basically, Surrounding yourself with good people. And motivating each other. And, 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 each other. And, and once you get motivated. Once you motivate one another, then you know, like I say, skies. Yeah. It'll never fall down. Definitely, definitely. So I want to thank you guys for being on today's episode. Yep. Yep. I really appreciate
1: it, really
2: appreciate
1: that. Yeah, man, the man. Man. It's it's good. Man. So how do people find you? What's the
0: uh, tags on social media, where can they find out about... Boom, This my <laughs> chance to be extra. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can find us at Sneaker Tub, so it's S-N-K-R-T-U-B. Just look for the Jordan 1 getting dipped inside the tub. You can find us on Facebook, it's the same thing. Instagram, IG. And Google. Google too. So All right. Make sure you check that Google page. Sure,
1: for sure. So make sure you check them out, Sneaker Tub. Thank you guys again. This is everybody east. Make sure you checking us out on all platforms: YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's everybody east. See you
2: guys. Peace.